We need to go to our spouse and say, hey, this is not working for me. I don't feel that this is healthy for either of us. I think we need to see someone. I think we need some help. You know, if your spouse is unhealthy and abusive um, in any form or fashion, physically or emotionally, mentally, then my strong suggestion to you is get to a place where you feel safe you can think clearly and you can make good decisions and choices for yourself. And welcome to another episode of Marriage Matters. This is a podcast where we talk about marriage matters because marriage, marriage matters. matters. So uh, that's what it's all about. Uh, you know, this is our first podcast, our first pre-recorded right. podcast of 2022. Of 2022. Yes. Um, so uh, we're just super excited about what we're gonna, some of the content we're going to be bringing to mm-hmm. you guys this year. For those of you who are watching for the very first time, my name is Glenn Coleman, and I'm joined as always by my delectably, delectively beautiful. I always mess that word up. <laughs> delectively beautiful. Delectably. De- yeah. Okay. Thank that's not, you. No, that's not a good word. A good description. We'll discuss later. All right. Anyway, <laughs> her name is Tanya Coleman. That's Hi, what, everyone. That's, what, that's who she is. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. and so, what? You're just gonna say something? No. Go ahead. Okay. I'll say. You know, we just want to bring you good tips and tricks every mm-hmm. week to, 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 to help you just thrive in your relationships. Yes. Um, whether that's, um, in your marriage, mm-hmm. I guess primarily, but also in, in your friendships, friendships and family kids, relationships, family, with all, your of children, the above. all of yeah. the above. Yeah. Yeah. I will say that you are looking exceptionally beautiful today. I don't know Thank what you. it is about you. Let's see. I wanted to look little, delectable for you today. Out there. See? Watch out, watch out now, girl. Give me a little shoulder and take Take it right back. back. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, Anyway, um, so before we get started, we've been um, just highlighting uh, some of our family members, our viewers, our Mm -hmm. uh, supporters. I don't know, whatever you want to call them. Um, But uh, this one is from Instagram, and this is from Caroline Elise. Hello, Caroline. Caroline. Hi, uh, Caroline. I went through life coaching school with uh, Uh with Caroline, Caroline. and uh, she says, this is gold. Thank you so much for for choosing to make this even after three takes. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Love the message. Really insightful. Can't wait uh, till the next one. Mm -hmm. So thank you so much for watching. And, you know, we just want to highlight... One of our viewers uh, each week, our yeah. listeners each week, um, you know, However just to let you know, us. we appreciate you guys yeah. and we appreciate you for viewing and also sharing. Um, so thanks. Um, thanks again, Caroline. Yep. So the other thing that we've been doing is we want to, speaking of tips and tricks, mm-hmm. we like to give you tools. Yes. Tips, tricks, and tools. And tools. Okay. The that's three a T's. Okay, um, so what what are we? Uh, the so tool yeah, this, this week, week we are recommending a book um, called "Set Boundaries, Find Peace: A Guide to Reclaiming Yourself" by Nedra Nedra um, You can actually find Nedra on Instagram. It is at Nedra Tawab, but Nedra is a licensed therapist. Um, 
relationship expert. Um, so in this book, she covers all span of just setting personal boundaries for yourself, mm-hmm. how to set healthy boundaries in relationships with family, friends, romantic relationships, just all of the things. And, you know, I like quizzes and assessments. And so there's an, um, an assessment in here for you to take to, you know, kind of see where you are. Um, just so many useful um, tools mm-hmm. um, and insights that she offers in this book, well laid out, well written, um, great information. She says in the struggle, speak up for what you need. We say that all the time, ask Mm -hmm. for what you need and experience the freedom of being truly yourself. So this, I think, uh, would be a valuable tool to many, many people. And I'm enjoying it. Very important. Uh, Mm -hmm. We talked to a lot of couples and and a lot of them struggle with setting boundaries, Mm -hmm. especially when it comes to family members. Yes. uh, Parents. Mm -hmm. Um, So um, and and so you should have boundaries set up for every area of your life. So the great tool. Mm -hmm. Uh, One thing I want to know, and I don't know if you know, but is Mm -hmm. it available on Audible? Um, I have not checked. I okay. I can almost guarantee that it is. Um, I of course ordered it online because you know I like to write in my books and highlight mm-hmm. and all that good stuff. But I can almost guarantee that it is um probably available. Yeah, maybe we should have checked. But yeah, you know that's a that's another trick mm-hmm. or maybe tip. I don't know which mm-hmm. one. Or maybe it's a trick for me. You know, I will admit. Oh, early on in my life, I read a lot of books. Mm-hmm. But like now, I don't know what it is, but it's I, I don't know if I'm too busy or maybe I just watch too much TV. I don't know <laughs> which one it is, but I enjoy Audible. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe we should look, reach out to them to get a, a, a sponsorship. Yeah, um, there's uh, another uh, Audible type thing called Bookist. Okay. Um, that I hear a lot about on a podcast that I listen to, um, and I'm interested in checking that out too. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. another way to get a lot of books and information in by listening when you're driving, cleaning up, working out, that kind of thing. Yeah. So my point in bringing that up is, you know, don't be, you know, we recommend a book be like, oh, I ain't reading the book. Well, right. you can listen. Listen to it, to it well. on Audible. So there's so many things that I, so many uh, great. Um, um, Things I've learned mm-hmm. by listening to a book uh, at work. You know, mm-hmm. I, I pretty much sit at a, a computer all day, so I listen to a lot of books and podcasts and what have you. So, yeah, see, check it out and see if it's on Audible. Yep. So, so set boundaries, find peace. All right. So yeah. let's get into today's topic. All right. So today's topic. So we are we are coming in hot. You coming know, it's our first uh, our first podcast um, in twenty twenty two, and I just you know, Glenn, I felt like it was important to talk about this subject. I've been hearing a lot about it um, and wanting to just really give this to people, to marry people as well as people who are not married, wanting to be in a relationship and all of those things um, to help people be more aware. Mm -hmm. Um, If you find yourself in a tough situation and you're trying to figure out why is it so hard for me to leave this situation that's not healthy. Okay. Um, So we're talking about trauma bonding today. Okay. Yeah, big one. Yeah, so you she, you're going into your uh your your uh going into my therapist hat. Yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm gonna kind of sit on the sidelines. Uh, yeah. And, well, and, no, you don't sit on the sidelines. You can jump in. Hey, I'm just messing around. So, I, but the first thing I want to do is give a clear definition of what trauma bonding is, and mm-hmm. kind of talk a little bit around its development in kind of the 
you know, clinical space or where it came from. I won't go too deep. But um, what is a what is trauma bonding? A trauma bond is a deep emotional attachment that develops in a relationship character characterized by abuse that's emotional, physical, or both. In this unequal, typically lopsided power dynamic, the abuser maintains control through a variety of tactics that ultimately make the abused person believe that ending the relationship is terrifying or even impossible. It's not even a prospect. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think immediately we think of romantic relationships. Mm-hmm. However, there are people that are experiencing this in friendships in unhealthy family dynamics in unhealthy communities, religious settings and things of that nature. And so I don't, I don't want, as we're having this conversation, yes, it does include romantic relationships, but I want you to think broader and really take a look at your life as we're going through this, mm-hmm. um, through this conversation today. So, um, a trauma bond it and this has come from the founder. Um, it's uh, Dr. Patrick Carnes, I believe is how you pronounce his last Carnes. name. Carnes um, of the International Institute for Trauma and Addiction um, Professionals. He kind of describes it as it it creates an exploitive it's an exploitive relationship. Um, this happens when a victim bonds with someone who is destructive to them. Um, Again, emotionally, physically, um, all of all of those areas or one or two of those, you know, one of those areas, Mm -hmm. um, it's to be loyal to that which does not work. Okay, And I I mean, we've all been. Well, I don't say we've all, but Mm -hmm. I know I've been in in situations like that. Um, Mm -hmm. And even I've I've seen um, relationships like that and. And I know, like you said, it doesn't just it's not limited just to romantic relationships. Right. But I've seen some some romantic relationships and I always wonder. And, you know, again, Mm -hmm. you always say it's easy to look from the outside in. Right. um, And say what you would. What you would, would not do, do. Mm-hmm. like a, a little rabbit trail quick. I'm going to mm-hmm. go quick and come back. <laughs> but I was listening to another podcast and they mm-hmm. were just talking about like slavery. Mm-hmm. And it was just saying how, you know, man, you know, if I was there, you know, I would, you know, I think I would have realized it's more of us than it is. It's mm-hmm. more slaves than it is masters. Right. So we right. can't just rise up. Mm-hmm. And one of the people on the podcast was like, you know, you can't say what you would and would not do right. if you're not in that situation. Right. So I guess it's the same thing with, with you know, I'm thinking of a relationship right now with, so, with one of my friends. And I always wondered, you know, why do they stay in that mm-hmm. relationship? Mm-hmm. You know, after all that the other person has put them through. Sure. Multiple times, mm-hmm. you know, why do they, why do, why do they, they stay? stay? And that's often the question we ask. And I think that what we're talking about here, um, it's um, like you said it, um, the abuser um, believe they make it, they make they think that it's impossible mm-hmm. to leave mm-hmm. or uh, they can't. The make abuser it. makes the, the abuse. Yeah. Right. And, and it may not be through um, them intentionally saying, right. you will never make it without me. It's right. just, and I don't know, maybe you could talk a little mm-hmm. bit about how that happens mm-hmm. um, um, subconsciously. Right. That we think we, if we leave, we, we won't. We won't be able to survive. We'll, be, or, or just 
our identity, and I think some of it is, our identity is so attached Mm -hmm. to that relationship or to that community Mm -hmm. or whatever Mm -hmm. that we don't know how to function without it. Yes, absolutely. So what, as I am learning and, and doing more research, it's almost with anything else in our lives, it starts before this situation may have occurred in your life. So if you're dealing with someone and this is not like a hundred percent proof, but this is my example. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe sure. you're dealing with um, a child who maybe was neglected. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe their, their needs, their interpersonal needs were not met. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they don't know how to be in healthy relationship. They only know how to be an unhealthy relationship. Mm-hmm. And so when they get into um, when they meet someone or get into, it's almost like, why does every person I meet, I have this, unhealthy connection with them because in a way you're drawn to that. That's what you are attracted to because that is what you know that is your comfort. Mm-hmm. So, right. So the the chaos becomes the norm. The chaos becomes the norm. Mm-hmm. And anything outside of chaos is really uncomfortable because I don't know what that's like. How do you do that? Mm-hmm. Um, and so you people get into these relationships and maybe and again, so let's take away maybe the person's not physically abusive. Maybe it's more emotional. Maybe mm-hmm. it's more mental. Maybe it's the way that I, I talk down to you and, mm-hmm. and and I speak to you in a way that makes you think that you need me to be anything, mm-hmm. you know, that you need me apart. aside from me, you know, you can't do anything or you're nothing or, you know, and it doesn't have to be. Sometimes it is very overt, you know, very out there. Sometimes it's more overt and I'm not being direct. I'm not saying those things directly, but indirectly. Right. Mm -hmm. And so because this person is already struggling in many of those areas, like this is the conversation I might be having with myself in my head. And then you, you affirm that for Mm -hmm. me. And so, because now I'm in relationship with you and now I love you it's really, really hard to leave that scenario because I don't know anything outside of that. Mm -hmm. Now, there are different aspects of this, different scenarios of this, but typically it is because I have built a connection with you, as unhealthy as it may be, Mm -hmm. you know, and I don't know how to undo this connection. And because there is now abuse, mental, physical, or what have you, Um, now I'm, there's fear, you know, there is uncertainty, there Mm -hmm. is insecurity. Um, there's a lot of things at play, you know, and at work. And so, um, you know, I was listening to a podcast yesterday. It was pretty, pretty heavy podcast, but it was really great. It was a woman who's now actually a therapist, but she was in a sex trafficking situation, right? Mm -hmm. Her dad, sold her there. She's from another country, I think from Africa, sold her to a man in the United States. She mm. was 14, 15 years old. Yeah. And she stayed in this scenario with this adult man who had a significant other. She said it was a strange situation and a little, like a two or three year old toddler. This child came here. Her father sold her basically to this man and the abuse that she experienced. She said she stayed there for six months and Initially, it's like, what am I? One, I'm, I'm in a strange land. 
I don't speak the language. Like I barely speak any English. I have this heavy accent. You know, this man is telling me I cannot leave this house. He goes to work, comes and goes. She's there taking care of his toddler. She doesn't go to school for Mm -hmm. six whole months. And she said, I just heard the Holy Spirit tell me to run. And so one day I literally ran Mm -hmm. and ran in to, I felt safer and started to walk and a police officer stopped me because I should have been at school, Mm -hmm. you know? And so that's how she got out of that situation. But she lived in and out of that lifestyle for years. Mm -hmm. She, the, you know, police officer picks her up. They have no paper. She goes into foster care. What happens to her? She gets into multiple homes, eight homes where she was abused. She said out of eight homes or 13 homes, one of them was safe. And so when she becomes of age, now she's in college, she gets a track scholarship. She falls in love with a guy who is unhealthy And they have this this bond and she's unable. She doesn't understand why she can't leave this situation. I'm actually pursuing a bachelor's degree. I have a track scholarship. She gives all of this up to be with this person. And so mentally and emotionally, she was bonded to this person because of the trauma of her past. And he was thus ensuing more trauma on her. Mm -hmm. She was being re-traumatized over and over again. Mm -hmm. And so it took her a really long time and some really great therapy to heal, to now be living a life in in freedom, Mm -hmm. you know? So this subject, I think um, it really touched me because we have the tendency to judge people. Mm -hmm. We have the tendency, and I've done it myself. We have the tendency to say, how can she be living this lifestyle? You know, we see women walk in the street, Men walk in the street, you know, and how can they be living this lifestyle? How can you stay in this relationship with this person when you know that they're abusive to you, you know, emotionally or physically? Um, they don't give you money. They don't, you know, all of these mm-hmm. different things. Um, you know that they've been unfaithful. How do you continue to stay in this relationship? Mm-hmm. Well, we we don't know that person's trauma history. Mm-hmm. We don't know you know, their, their connections with their, with their parents and, you know, all of the, there's so much unknown. Right. Mm -hmm. And so for me in really now, like researching and, and looking at this, my, my goal is to understand so that I can be helpful in some way, rather that's a person that comes in and sits with me in my office or some, you know, a couple that, that we're coaching and they're not understanding what, you know, what's going on with them or even being very aware when I'm just going about my day, my daily life to be able to recognize people who are in these very, very hurtful situations, you mm-hmm. know, because a lot of times we tend to, we have, we place judgment mm-hmm. rather than asking the right questions. Yeah. yeah and, and, you know, bringing this kind of back into, into a marriage and, mm-hmm. and how it affects, you know, uh, it's very important that we understand that, you know, first of all, one thing I, I, I when you hear the word trauma, mm-hmm. you automatically be like, Oh, I don't have any trauma in my life. But one of the things that I've learned is that trauma is not only what happened to you, but trauma is also what didn't happen to you mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. the things that you lacked. Mm-hmm. And, and, we all come into any relationship with the baggage from the previous, our previous relationships, which right. is why it's so important. You know, we preach this over and over and over again. We, mm-hmm. we talk about one times one equals one. Right. Marriage is a whole person times a whole person 
equals a, a whole, whole marriage. marriage yeah. um, and then if you do one times one half, uh, you get another a half marriage. Mm-hmm. If you do a half times a half, you get a fourth. Mm-hmm. So the depletion of your marriage is in direct correlation to the healthiness of the people in the marriage, uh, physically, uh, spiritually, and emotionally, mm-hmm. right? Um, but that being said, one thing that I think both you and I have um, learned to do is to, you said it, it's not to necessarily judge, but understand that most of the times my spouse's response to me mm-hmm. is has nothing to do with me, but has everything to do with her trauma. Right. And history. I, her trauma history. And I often tell, I often say this, I'll be like, this, I'm not talking to this Tanya, I'm talking to 16 year old Tanya right now. Mm-hmm. Or I'm not, or, or it's, it's not I'm this, responding to you. Right. It's way. not yeah. this Tanya responding to me. Mm-hmm. It's 16 year old Tanya respond, or, you know, Glenn. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. I guess what I want us, I want you maybe to talk about a little bit. How do, so you're in and, and uh, um, hypothetical, mm-hmm. fictitious mm-hmm. situation mm-hmm. that maybe I've, I'm, I'm pulling from just the experiences we've had with in our own lives, working with mm-hmm. couples, mm-hmm. so on and so forth. No specific person. Mm-hmm. But, you know, there's a, a, a man who whose mom, it was him and it was him and her growing up mm-hmm. and they've been through a lot. Maybe the father was abusive in the home. They mm-hmm. had to leave the home to, to get out. But, you know, maybe the mom had a problem to cope with the abuse. She's now on drugs. Mm-hmm. And so they find they find themselves in this cycle growing up of, you know, getting ahead. But then, you know, everything falling apart because of the mom's abuse. Right. And so now even from a young child, the, the, the man or the boy found himself always having to be there to pick mom up and Mm -hmm. lift mom up and, you know, didn't go off to college because he had to take Mm -hmm. care of mom. And Mm -hmm. so all this stuff. So now he's married Mm -hmm. and mom is still going through the same cycle. cycle. Mm -hmm. And so now you married and you have a wife and the wife is trying to, um, Find her place. Find her place in this, <laughs> and and it's like the 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 husband keeps going back, and the wife is being understanding because I mean that's his mom, but right. at the same time, I'm your family now. Right. So let's. I want you to talk to first of all talk to the wife mm-hmm. or whichever spouse that's mm-hmm. dealing with that because again, the wife probably has her own trauma sure. story, mm-hmm. but maybe it's not as extreme. I'm putting that different. in yeah. different mm-hmm. than what the, not, I'm mm-hmm. going to say extreme, but different. That's mm-hmm. a good word. Than the husband. And then I want you to also talk to the husband and, you know, to, to help. How, how do you, what's the best way for each of those roles to navigate that, that situation? Scenario. So if I'm speaking to, I'll say the, the spouse who married into this family where Mm -hmm. there is this trauma bond. Mm -hmm. Okay. So the first thing that I would say to the spouse is one, um, show your spouse some grace, Mm -hmm. right? That does not mean that you don't say anything about your experience of what's happening Mm -hmm. or what you see, because sometimes because they've been so close for so long, they can't see what's happening. Yes. And so because now you are a part of this scenario and you you guys are married and trying to build a life together that should be very independent of 
your parentals and his parentals, Mm -hmm. you know, um, it's going to be important that you sit and you have a conversation with him and letting him know what you're noticing, what you're experiencing, Mm -hmm. maybe what you see that he may not see. Yeah. Let me, let me just keep your, keep Mm -hmm. but I just want to highlight that you, you don't realize that when we said it earlier, that relationship and Mm -hmm. how he's functioning for him, Mm -hmm. For that, for the man in that situation, mm-hmm. that's normal because that's all that's he's all he ever knows. known. And he mm-hmm. he may think everybody. This is how everybody, mm-hmm. you know. And it, it surprises me how often that happens mm-hmm. when you know you you get put into a new environment mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, this this y'all really? I just right. thought that was I just thought that was stuff on TV. I didn't know right. people really mm-hmm. live that way. So mm-hmm. it's really good, like you said, to to voice that because. He may not realize that this is dysfunctional. Right. The exactly. dysfunction has become his become norm. normal. His, mm-hmm. his, his reality. Right. Yeah. So having that conversation with him. Now, let us not be fooled. He may not be happy yeah. when you begin to talk about these things and point these things out, which is why I say give him some grace. Mm-hmm. Because he he may respond in frustration, he may respond in anger. It may be a thing, right? Mm-hmm. And so what do you do with that? Mm-hmm. Then you know, you realize what's going on because now you're pointing out a very sore spot for him because the honest truth is deep down inside, I feel like we may know what Mm -hmm. we need to do, but it's so hard. Yeah. You know, there's so much invested, you know, Mm -hmm. emotionally in those kinds of situations. So maybe the suggestion is, okay, we don't see this the same way, but can you just kind of pay attention, mm-hmm. you know, to what's happening to some of the things that I brought to the surface for you or that are standing out for me? Can you maybe just try to pay attention? Mm-hmm. The other suggestion is that I think this is going to be hard for us to navigate. And maybe we didn't talk about it because we didn't know before we got married. Maybe we should go and talk to a counselor, mm-hmm. you know, um, so those would be my suggestions. So you have to navigate, navigate it um, very tactfully and gently. Mm-hmm. Um, I think what we tend to do is that as a spouse, we become angry and you put your mama before me and, you know, we go through all of these things and that's understandable. I understand that too, but do realize the way you show up in that situation and you're going to get that same fire back. So we mm-hmm. have to make sure that we are, we're working through our emotions about it and we are trying to help our spouse to realize that, Hey, I'm not your enemy here. Yeah. I'm only trying to help. Yeah. I think a, a scripture that comes to mind is taught it's at Ephesians 4 and somewhere in the fourth chapter, I think, mm-hmm. but it says that we got to speak the truth in, in love. love. Absolutely. And I think that in that situation, you have to make sure that you're telling them that because mm-hmm. I love you and I see what this relationship is doing to you. Yes. And so, and not only doing to you, but doing to your parent. Right. Because as long as you keep doing that, right. the parents the never going to remain. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I, I, I'm out of the love for both of you. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to show you this and not out of, because the tendency is sometimes to respond out of the frustration. Right. Which could even, I think, push the spouse away mm-hmm. and make, make him, you know. Right. Bond closer. Bond closer. Right. You know, so mm-hmm. I just want to. Yeah, throw my, that's good. I love that. Two cents in there. Yeah, I need get your two cents. I need your two cents. But it probably so. was more like a dollar twenty five. Yeah. <laughs> no, you got a scripture. That's about two fifty. You're okay, good. Okay. Okay. Um, 
And then looking at it from the spouse, you know, who is in Mm -hmm. that relationship, as our example says, with their mother, you know, um, for them to remember that you made a decision to invite this woman into your life and to marry her and to do life with her. So you have to realize that your loyalties now change. You know, Mm -hmm. if we're talking about the Bible, the the Bible talks about, you know, a husband shall leave his father and his mother and cleave to his wife. Mm -hmm. Right. And so cleaving become close right Mm -hmm. now. You are loyal to, to this person. Mm -hmm. This person becomes your first priority. Right. And so you have to figure out, okay, how do I now, make this switch, you know, not just in your behavior, but it's, it starts with your heart first, mm-hmm. like making the switch in my heart and in my mind. And then the behavior is going to follow. And once you have began to reconcile that within yourself, you can begin to have conversations with mama. If mama doesn't understand why you're not coming over here every day after work and I'm cooking you dinner. Well, mama, I have a wife now. She mm-hmm. does that. Or mm-hmm. we cook dinner together. Mm-hmm. You know, um, we can do dinner as a family on Sundays, Mm -hmm. you know, or one night out of the week, we can both come. But mama now has to understand that I am married to this woman. I love you. I honor you. I respect you. Right. But my Mm -hmm. priority is to my wife. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think that's the that's where a lot of times it's important. And you're the expert, but I'll I'll, again. (laughs) put another 250 in there. Okay. But I think sometimes these bonds are so strong that you can't break them. You, 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 it's, you have, sometimes you have to get help. Yeah, absolutely. um, Mm -hmm. And, and that's when it's, you know, you have to reach out Mm -hmm. um, and, and, and talk to someone who uh, understand what understands the dynamics Mm -hmm. of Mm -hmm. what's happening Mm -hmm. um, and who can help you navigate Mm -hmm. and get to the root of it Mm -hmm. um, and figure out the why behind, um, you know, the way you're behaving in that relationship. Mm -hmm. And um, so it's, 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 it's not something, you know, and I often say this, you know, if, you know, I don't know if you're 35, well, Mm -hmm. It took 35 years for that bond to get where it is sure. today. Mm-hmm. And it's something that's not going going to happen, you know, overnight. But mm-hmm. at the same time, um, the longer you go, right, the more, I'm going to say more difficult, but um, the the stronger yeah. that bond it's is. A, it's like the root. The longer yeah. the root is there, you know, right. the, the, the stronger and deeper it goes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I wanted to say this, too, to that person that is in that, you know, trauma bonded relationship, because we have experienced so much trauma together. Um, that relationship is built off of that, you know? Mm -hmm. So we talked about early on abusive situations and and things like that. Well, if you think about it, we have been in, we have had, um, what we call community trauma in these last couple of years, you know, we have dealt with and are still dealing with COVID-19, um, we have we have seen, dealt with and are still dealing with racial unjust, you know, un, mm-hmm. unrest. Um, we you know, if you live here in this area, southwest Louisiana, um, we have dealt with, you know, disastrous hurricanes and mm-hmm. then the ice storm and all these different things before we can even get flood. back the flood before mm-hmm. we can even get back on our feet from the hurricanes. We had all these other things that come in. 
And so all of those are traumatic experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are bonds that can happen in that space. Mm-hmm. And because, you know, as a community, and so this, I guess it can go both ways. You can have where maybe you've you evacuated with a friend rather than your family for whatever reasons. And so now you have this tie and this bond and, and maybe they were more resourceful than you were. You were, And so now you feel obligated to show up in this person's life this way because they really helped you out. Mm-hmm. You know, investigating that mm-hmm. and realizing, you know, am I tied to this person mm-hmm. just because of this experience that we went through or is this a true and authentic friendship relationship yeah. or whatever it is? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I want to say you, oh, were you done? I wasn't, but go ahead. Go, no, go ahead. I got it. I, I'm not going to forget it. Don't forget it. I got it. It's locked in. And so the other side of that is when you realize that, oh, maybe this isn't good for me. What was mm-hmm. it? Um, it is to be loyal to the to that which does not work. Mm-hmm. So maybe now that things are kind of settling, you realize mm-hmm. that this isn't working. Mm-hmm. That this yeah. doesn't work for me, that this yeah. isn't healthy for me. This isn't healthy for that person. And you're you're wanting to begin to make some changes in the dynamics and set some boundaries in mm-hmm. that relationship. But now there's that guilt complex, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, and so I think for many people, therapy helps with getting recognizing where that guilt is coming from and being able to make some better decisions and setting those boundaries. You can do you can try to do that work on your own. Some people are really successful. Some need, you know, another listening ear and someone that can help them get those those skills and things like that. But realizing that maybe that uncomfortableness, that guilt that you're feeling, feeling like you owe this person something is because you bonded over a traumatic situation Mm -hmm. and it was not necessarily authentic right Mm -hmm. now i want to kind of say this kind of positive spin that some of what we've experienced the last couple of years have has caused people who would not normally be friendly Mm -hmm. to become more friendly with one another Mm -hmm. and to help and to serve one another that is a beautiful thing that's Mm -hmm. very different from a quote unquote trauma bond in a negative sense, but it's an opportunity that, you know, we've all had this experience and we all need to show one another grace and love. Mm -hmm. And so that's very different from what we started off talking about. So I just wanted to put that out there. Mm -hmm. What were you about to say? I was going to say, I want to talk about that word obligated, you know, because I think, I know for me, there's a lot of situations in my life where I felt obligated Mm -hmm. uh, to or like I owed this person, a person something. Mm -hmm. And I'll say this, that if a person, and, and I'll go back to what you said, it's to be loyal to that which does not work. Mm-hmm. Um, and if if when when I do for someone, mm-hmm. it there is everything. Everything should be an equal exchange. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll use this example. With the job that I work, mm-hmm. to me, that job does not have any more um, right to me mm-hmm. than I have a right to the check. In other words, there's a mutual exchange. So they can't, my job can't say something like, well, you know, 
Yeah, you know, it's it's you know, you you should feel obligated to us because you know we we're paying you. we're paying you, and I'm like, <laughs> well, you should feel obligated to me mm-hmm. because I'm providing a service for you. So my point is, mm-hmm. it's a mutual mm-hmm. exchange, and anytime someone tries to uh, manipulate that exchange to get more out of me mm-hmm. than what they are paying for me. Now that's now a toxic relationship. Right. That's good. And it's that's that so which good. is not working for me. Mm-hmm. And so you need to examine. So my, my point is this, like when I, when I help someone, um, if, if I'm healthy, mm-hmm. then when I'm helping you, I'm helping you because you need help. Not because I'm expecting something right. back from you. You're not looking for a and, payoff. And, and, and I think sometimes it's because of our unhealthiness that we think mm-hmm. people may want more from us than they actually want from us. Mm-hmm. And so again, so that's why it's important that I'm healthy mm-hmm. so that I, cause I, I told you this the other day when sometimes when people come up to me and they'll be like, Oh man, you, you know, you're such a, whatever they, they're bigging me up, they're bigging me up. And I'm like, what do you want from me? <laughs> right. <laughs> because that's my things that I need to deal with. Right. In other words, they're not complimenting me because they want something from right. me. They're, they're complimenting they're you because I'm. I, they see value in what mm-hmm. I do. In other words, it's a mutual thing. Mm-hmm. They're like, man, I, I you, you got what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah and so anytime. And, but if there is a situation where somebody is holding something over you where you remember, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, and you know, we as parents, we are so good at this, Mm -hmm. you know, and and I realize I do this with my girls and I'm like, I'll say something like, you know, well, I provide a house Mm -hmm. and a a home and all these things because I'm, what am I saying? I'm saying, I'm giving this to you. Right. So you should feel obligated. Right. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Right. That is my responsibility exactly. as your parent to exactly. provide those. And if exactly. I didn't want to provide those things for you, I right. should not have brought you into should this world. Should have left world. you in heaven. <laughs> should have left you in heaven, right? But again, we we have relationships like that. So like I said, number one, you need to investigate, do they really, are, are, are the people in those relationships where you feel that way, are they really holding that up over you? Because sometimes... That's just you. Sometimes you think that way that's because trauma that's my trauma responding, mm-hmm. right? But if someone is doing that to you, if they are holding that over you, mm-hmm. then you need to, you both need to do the work. And here's the, here's the clincher. Mm-hmm. If the person is not willing to do the work to heal from the trauma, mm-hmm. then... Mm-hmm. Uh, you're you're you don't that right. You is, can't heal the relationship on right. Your own. So like so so now you have two choices. You can stay in misery, mm-hmm. or you can walk away. Mm-hmm. So those are the and I know that's kind of <laughs> cut and dry and and you know, but it's true. It's, it's the honest. It's it's honest. Yeah. You know because that's really until unless that other person is willing to to change. Um, that's what's going to happen. Like yeah. you're going to continue to be miserable and, you know, um, unless there is, you have a really super healing moment with God and he gives you this strength to just live above that. You know what I mean? But is that what you want? Especially if you're yeah. married to someone, you want to be in good, healthy yeah. relationship and connection with that person. Yeah. And, you know? and yeah, so I'll just leave it at that. Yeah. So in closing, uh, what do you want to like just one more closing thing about mm-hmm. trauma bonding and 
what do you want to say to the people who maybe maybe something that was said kind of triggered something in them or mm-hmm. something perked up? Kind of just give them one one. Oh, excuse me. Give them one last uh, okay. piece of tip or trick okay. or tool. So pay attention, guys. Pay attention to yourself. Pay attention to your relationships and those you're in relationship with. Um, you are not obligated to remain in something that is or remain loyal to something that does not work. Right. So if it's unhealthy, if it's not good, if it's unholy, then you're not obligated to remain in that. Now, uh, in marriage, you just said it a moment ago is we need to go to our spouse and say, Hey, this is not working for me. I don't feel that this is healthy for either of us. I think we need to see someone. I Mm -hmm. think we need some help. You know, if your spouse is unhealthy and abusive, um, in any form or fashion, physically or emotionally, mentally, then my strong suggestion to you is get to a place where you feel safe. You can think clearly and you can make good decisions and choices for yourself. Um, There are a lot of resources out there uh, for people who need help in those situations. Um, But do not remain loyal to something that is not good. Mm -hmm. Well, you heard what she said. So that's it. So anyway, I was gonna make a joke, but I go ahead, make it. I was just gonna say, I said what I said. Hey, that's it. That's a good. That's good. I, I, I said what I, I said. What I said. Um, so um, just, we just again want to thank you guys for joining us for this episode of Marriage Matters. Um, uh, you could always follow us, and we encourage you to follow us. Uh, on all platforms. If you're watching on one, please go and follow on the other. Mm-hmm. So you can find us on Facebook at Marriage Matters 0526, Instagram, Marriage Matters 0526, and on YouTube, just search for Marriage Matters. And when you see our face, like, subscribe, uh, and share. Yes. <laughs> um, yes. Also, if you are like us and love listening to podcasts mm-hmm. on the go, whether it's in the car, at work, when you're working out, when you're cutting grass, uh, working in the yard, whatever, walking the dog, whatever. Um, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, pretty much anywhere you find podcasts, you can yes. find Marriage Matters. Um, and when you do listen, when you do watch, please leave us a comment, uh, mm-hmm. leave us a review. Um, so that all that helps, you know, that old good old algorithm. Yes. Uh, it helps when you comment and you review, it helps kind of, uh, it it gives more people access to this awesome content. And I'm not yes. saying it's awesome because we're presenting it. I'm saying it. Let me not look. That's imposter syndrome. Huh? Uh-huh. It is awesome. It content. is awesome. All right. Saying. So let me stop. So mm-hmm. that's all I got. You got anything else? No. Nope. All right. Well, this has been another episode of Marriage Matters. Uh, this has been this is Glenn and Tanya Coleman reminding you that your, your marriage, marriage matters. matters. We'll see you next week. Bye, guys.